Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. <laughs> no one saw it. <laughs> all right, it's your daily scrum. I'm Ryan, that's Todd. You all know so, the drill. Yeah, so, here we are. Todd, how does a scrum master contribute to release planning? Yeah. Uh, should I do what I normally do in define release planning? Sure. Yeah. So um, I think uh, release planning would be uh, really, you can do release planning in two ways. One, one, um, we're going to release on this date and scope is flexible. Or two, we're going to release when the scope is finished. Right. Um, hopefully you're building to a point where you're able to do a roadmap rather than a release plan so you can quickly release. But this is oftentimes attributed to a, a brand new product being built and a product owner having to set expectations with stakeholders about when will it be done, right? So that's how I, in general, define a release plan. Are you, is that okay? Definition free, right? Anything you yeah. change? Yeah, I like it. So yeah. with that definition, what's the Scrum Master's accountability here? Yeah. So I, I think a release plan is owned by the entire Scrum team. It's generally the product owner that is the one making it more transparent. We're talking with stakeholders kind of out there selling it to the organization or talking about it and can reconfigure the product backward because of it. A Scrum master makes sure that the release plan is done in a natural way, right? We can't do fixed time, fixed scope, fixed budget. That's really not what we can do here, right? It has to be a flexible release plan um, with either taking one or the other of what I described at first. I think, I think that's how they, I think that's how they contribute. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of it is working in the organization to socialize the idea that these fixed date um, type of initiatives are just full of risk. Right. And really, you know, popping the scrum bubble, getting in the organization, working with stakeholders and really getting that, that Doppler radar sense of a product or project, as opposed to thou shalt release on this date. You know, really working on em empirical data, right? Here's what we did in the first three sprints. And this is what our trend looks like. And it looks like we can get the, you know, 10, maybe 11 things done by this release date. 
what are the most 10 or 11? Like really it, it what it does, Todd, is really flip it to value driven. Mm -hmm. So I think the way a scrum master contributes to release planning is, like you said, helping a product owner get things in line and some agile product management practices, but then socializing these more emergent ideas in the organization so that the product owner is not on their own on an island during sprint review trying to talk about emergence and forecasting and, and all these concepts. Yeah, you know, I, I think that they're. I think I think that you're absolutely right. And in instances where you need to have those tools for forecasting, right, the scrum master should know about them. Yep. Right, and offer up techniques. Right, product owners are really product managers. Uh, right, the uh, agile product managers, as we kind of ha have discussed before. Um, so I, I I think they can't have every single tool in the tool belt. I think a scrum master should know flow metrics, should know Kanban, should know um, like lean principles and, and, and work with their product owner on that. Right. They, uh, they really should. So I, I, um, I think that we, we, we underrate the, the necessity for a scrum master to know some product management stuff to help the yeah. product owner. I think a scrum master, you basically need a master's degree in forecasting and flow metrics. You do. And you short do. of that, you know, read Vacanti's, um, when will it be done? You should know that book inside and out. You should understand the mechanics of Monte Carlo simulation, uh, cycle time scatter plots, throughput. These are your tools to help your product owner and the rest of the scrum team understand when something could be released, what proper release planning looks like, how to iterate on a release plan, and mm -hmm. understanding the fact that things can and will change. And that's back to you know socializing new ideas in the organization, sharpening your own toolkit, being prepared to offer ideas to the to the rest of the scrum team. So yeah, contrary to the pro the popular myth, um, you actually do have a role here. You do, yeah. And make sure you're equipped for it, right? Make sure you're equipped for it. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Be equipped for this role. Study, learn what you needed to learn, uh, and make sure you're equipped to work the rest rest of the Scrum team because the estimates or however you're doing your forecasting come from developers. And if you're and, not equipped, join Todd and I for a class. We can yeah. get you ready. Right on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. I think that's it. Be sure to like and subscribe and check out all the great things on social. You don't want to miss any future videos. Leave us your comments and questions. Those comments and questions turn into videos. Once you like and subscribe, you'll know when we answer. And we'll even alert you on the socials that you're now following. It's amazing how it comes full circle. Check out the videos that just popped up. We think they will help you out. The algorithm does too. Binge watching is not a bad thing, especially when it's educational. Um, yeah. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Get out there, learn a new thing or two. Check out the flow metrics. Check out when will it be done by Daniel Vacanti. Join us for a class. Professional Scrum with Kanban is a great way to learn about these metrics in a Scrum context and uh, can really help you out. All right, everybody, go out, do some great Scrum things, sharpen your axe, add to your toolbox. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.